0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: Hello there. What it you? How are you? And welcome to episode 88 of Above the Nest with Rachelle, brought to you by Esme Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. It's a great day to talk football. That is Eagles football, of course. And I'm your host, Rachel Prevett, getting you hip very quick to what's happening. What's up everybody and thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Above the Nest with Rachel. brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. Week two is officially behind us. We have a little mini bye going on right now and then we get to look ahead to week three against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But while we have this little mini bye, I figured what better way to talk about the birds than to bring on one of my fellow sisters in sports. Her name is Brianna Berry. I'm sure a lot of you guys are familiar with her on Twitter. Uh, her handle is at your host underscore Breezy. And also she's the host of the Sports and Stilettos podcast. So what's up, Breezy? How are you doing on this terrific Tuesday? Um, I'm
0: doing well. Um, weather's nice. You know, birds are 2-0. and oh, So, yeah. you know. Life is good.
1: <laughs> yeah, so that's where we're gonna start. I was going to ask you, you know, the birds are two and zero. There's a lot of teams in the league who are not two and zero. And so, what's something as of right now that the birds have you optimistic about, and what's something that's a bit concerning?
0: Um, optimistic. Um, I I I like the in game adjustments that we saw in week two. You know, normally you see the adjustments made during halftime, but you know, we saw it was it was almost automatic. So um, that makes me very happy that they can recognize the things that they are not doing well, and change it as quickly as possible, you know, not having to wait until halftime. The only thing that was concerning so far is how uncomfortable Jalen Hurts looks. You know, we we saw him in his first year as a as a full time starter. Um, you know, he was average, pretty decent, you know. We really didn't know what to expect. I I mean I did, but you know. Um, and then he took this huge leap in that second year as the full-time starter, and you're like, Wow, like, you know, I we get you used to this, you know, chucking the ball, you know, 80 yards down the Like it was beautiful. And then you see him come out in weeks one and two, and you're like, is, is this. Is this the same guy we watched for six months last year? Like this, it just, it didn't really make sense to me. And um, I said this after the first game, that first game looked nothing like the Philadelphia Eagles that we've watched over the last few years. Like every everything about the game just looked off. And, um, you know, week two, you saw some some adjustments. So those concerns were... You know, kind of swept under the rug and forgotten about. But um the biggest thing for me was 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 how uncomfortable he looked in the pocket. It was like he wasn't seeing the field as good as he was last year. And to me, that's a little that's a little concerning.
1: Yeah, and I know I don't want to keep bringing this up, but I feel like it is necessary. The birds did not play their starters in the preseason games, right. and so Jalen Hurts we saw is just off to a mediocre start. He's not looking like the Jalen Hurst that we saw in the Super Bowl, but right. also seeing players like Hassan Redick, mind you, he did deal with like a little bit of an injury. So he went through thumb surgery during yes. his off season. He's off to a quiet start. We're not seeing him look like Hassan Redick that we're used to seeing that yeah. what finished uh, leading the league in sacks. I think he was like number four leading yeah. the league in sacks last season. And so some of the star players that we're used to just seeing dominate are kind of, You know, just starting off slow, and so are we. Should we be just overreacting? I mean, are we overreacting, or you know, it's only week two. Like, how should we be feeling? Um, like, do we need to kind of just take a step back and breathe because it's so early, and kind of just give them the time to kind of shake that rust off?
0: Um, as fans, we overreact to everything, (laughs) obviously. (laughs) Um, but in hindsight, you know, I think that. It's okay for us to kind of allow them the time to get back into a rhythm because they haven't played since February. You know, and you're you're jumping into uh full game speed, you're getting hit, you're like you're, you know, these are the things that you're not used to because you didn't play in the preseason. And I understand the logic behind not playing your starters. You really we saw a lot of injuries in the preseason this year. And I think it was more, maybe more than previous years, but you know, I would, for me, I was like, I'm, I'm very happy that (laughs) the, that the starters are not playing right now because I, I would be hiding under a rock if something would have happened to Jalen Hurts or Jason Kelsey or AJ Brown, like any of these star players, like, no, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. So I understand the logic behind not playing, but the flip side is having to deal with the rust and getting your body back into game speed and and all of that and adjusting. So, I think they've they've done enough to win these two games. It's been ugly, hasn't mm-hmm. been you know what we're used to. But I think week three, because of this mini buy, they're they're getting people back healthy, um and they're getting rest. You you know you played two games in five days, so you know yeah. this this stretch is is definitely. Um, much needed for rest,
1: but Absolutely. I think
0: I think they get to Tampa, and I think we'll see. I think we'll see the the Philadelphia Eagles that we're used to.
1: And you kind of touched on some of the injuries already. The Birds are not having the best injury look so far this season through two weeks, which is definitely we hate to see it. And um, on Monday, Ian Rapoport tweeted out that you know defensive back Avante Maddox is going to have surgery this week to repair a torn pec, and so. This might mean that he's out indefinitely for the remainder of the season, which is a huge loss, especially because the birds already lost Zach McPherson in the preseason. And so when you look at the cornerback, um, just defensive back depth, there's just it's just slim, you know, when you look at that position group. And so you had tweeted out saying, you know, it's time, big dog. There have been some rumors and speculations about, you know, Howie Roseman going after Buddha Baker. And so I just wanted to get your thoughts on, you know, this potential trade um, make your case for why you feel that he should land in Philly.
0: Um, I mean, he wants out of Arizona. You know, yeah. Like, I mean, what, what other way to get, you know, one of the best defensive players in Philadelphia and he wants out of where he is. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I know Howie Roseman can work the numbers. I, you know, he is an absolute mastermind when it comes to that. And if there's anything that I trust, it is Howie Roseman going out and, and getting the players that this team needs to, to get through a long season. And, you know, Buda Baker is, is no exception to that. And the fact that he said that, you know, during the offseason, you know, he wants to play under Nick Sirianni. You know, it's, he's one of those coaches that like, he's a player's coach and people are comfortable around him. So, you know, that, that was one thing that I was like, all right, Howie, you know, come on, work, work your magic here. Um, and, you know, Howie is also a a, a grand finesser, which he mm-hmm. did to the entire league. We saw in the draft, you know, getting um, Jordan Davis, getting um, Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith, and, you know, the league really not knowing what to do. So if Howie Roseman can get Buda Baker in here, this this team is going to be a, an absolute problem for the rest yeah. of the year, and it's going to yeah. be great.
1: And the Birds also, it was reports coming out from NFL insider uh, Jordan Schultz that they're working out free agent cornerback William Jackson III um, on Tuesday, and we're actually recording on Tuesday. So just something to take note of yeah. um, as soon as we get updates on that, we will keep you guys all updated. But another area that the Birds dominated was definitely the run game, DeAndre Swift, Completely dominated against the Vikings. He finished with a career best of 175 yards and 28 carries with a touchdown also. And so the run game was definitely there. The birds kind of struggled a little bit trying to get the pass game going. One player who was definitely very, very frustrated, and we saw this on the sideline, A.J. Brown. And so, of course, still early in the season, not really too much to make out of it. But do you think that this is the first of many, um, maybe, outlashes that we're seeing from A.J. Brown if they can't find balance with both the pass game and the running game because at the end of the day the birds have to do what works for them and in this game specifically the run game worked for them and so there's a lot of people talking about you know he's a diva what are your thoughts on just this like are we overreacting
0: as well um I I really don't think A.J. Brown is a diva I really don't Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. you know when you, when you want to win and Jalen, Jalen Hurts said this in his press conference, when you want to win, you want, you want to be a contributor to that win. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I think this goes hand in hand with, you know, Jalen not seeing the field as good as he used to. You also have a new offensive coordinator and Brian Johnson, who's now calling the plays and, you know, everybody just has to get adjusted. And I think that with Jalen and AJ being best friends, and actually having a very solid relationship outside of football, we're not going to see this happen again, you know, mm-hmm. at least at least not blowing up on the sidelines where you know your coach has to come in and be like, "Hey, what's going on here?" Um, you know, it'll probably be something that happens at halftime or in the tunnel, in the locker room, something like that where, where cameras are not really around. Um, you know, but I think AJ he, he had a moment you know, football makes you very emotional. And, um, you know, I'm not too worried about it. I'm not too worried about it. Um, You know, again, Brian Johnson being the new uh, offensive coordinator, even though he's been in the system already, um, everybody just has to get adjusted to each other. And that takes a little bit of time. So I don't think uh, I don't think there's anything to really worry about with him.
1: And I think this is a good problem to have, you know, a lot of teams don't have this many weapons, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Run game, pass game as well. And so week one, we were talking about Dallas Goddard not really getting involved. And so we saw them, you know, get him involved a little bit more in week two. So I think that honestly, like, like you said, until they can get all components working, I think Every week, somebody's gonna come up short because there are so many. You got Smitty, yeah. you got AJ Brown, Dallas Goddard, and then you look at the running backs as well. So there's just so many key components that I think each and every week is going to be a storyline. Oh, this person wasn't involved. What's happening? I, I yeah. just think that that's be going to happen for the next few weeks, like you said, until everything starts to mesh. Um, but I did want to look forward to week three. Um, it is kind of early. It's only Tuesday. The game's not until Monday night football. Yeah, but, it's fine. You know. <laughs> Get Into it, and so the birds are now going to head to Tampa Bay to play the Bucks. They are two; uh, they're two and zero.
0: Yes, yeah, they're two yeah, o as well.
1: Yeah, so they're gonna play them next. Um, and so are there any just like key matchups that you're looking forward to seeing? I, I mean, like I
0: said before, I think that I think week three is gonna be the game that we see the Eagles really get back on track. And I mean, you're going against Baker Mayfield you know. Yeah. Not saying that he's a terrible quarterback, not saying that he is, you know, bottom of the barrel, but it's Baker Mayfield. Like let's yeah. let's really let's be real here. Um yeah. the defense has slowly gotten better. Um, you know, they're mixing the the, rota- the rotation is unreal with these defensive linemen. And the fresher they are, the faster they can be to get to Baker Mayfield. I really want to see a bunch of sacks. On Monday night, you know, um, I want to see better passing uh, completion percentage, stuff like that from Jalen. And, um, you know, I think think it really does get back on track. There's no specific matchups, but, you know, as long as they take the time to really dive into what these little issues are that are causing bigger issues that we see in the game, Mm -hmm. I think they'll be fine. And I think they'll come out with a win. So they'll be 3-0. Okay. Score prediction? You want to throw out there? Oh, let's see. Monday night. I think. Okay. I I want to say Eagles are going to win. They're going to win thirty, thirty three, twenty one. Okay. That's good. I like that lie. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That'll that'll be my score prediction. <laughs> okay. Cool. Well,
1: thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. I really do appreciate it. Do you have anything you want to plug anything coming out any work that you just want to throw out here so that the listeners can definitely go tap in?
0: Um, yeah, uh, you can follow me obviously on Twitter at your host underscore breezy. Um, any of my sports gambling people, um, you can also check out the um, website props.cash. Um, They are the uh, data analytics research uh, partner that I am working with now. And uh, anyone who signs up using code Breezy will get 25% off their first month. Um, So you can check that out. Everything is on my Twitter page in the bio. So check out the link there. And a podcast for uh, Monday Night Football should be coming this week cool
1: beans so make sure you guys tap into all of that like I said I appreciate you taking the time to join me it means so much and so thank you so much I I gotta have you back on the episode soon
0: oh of course of course uh anytime anytime just let me know
1: but that is going to be a wrap on episode 88 of Above the Nest with Rachelle like always don't forget to tap into all of the BGN content on the feed leave us five stars and a written review while you're at it Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Bleeding Green Insta and on Twitter at BGN underscore radio. Also follow me on Instagram and follow me on Twitter at Rachelle Monique. You might as well stop what you're doing right now and subscribe to our YouTube channel. But as always, thank you for taking the time out of your busy, busy schedule to listen to this episode. I am grateful for all of you. I hope that you have a wonderful rest of the week and
0: we out.